Belong solely to the operators and do not represent the views or opinions of Family Flavors, the Slide WBN Inc., its affiliates, its sister companies, or respective companies which these individuals are affiliated or have been previously affiliated. The program's participants, opinions, and content are based upon information they consider reliable, but neither Family Flavors, the Slide WBN Inc., nor its affiliates warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be considered as such. All rights to the media broadcasted on this platform belong solely to the copyright owners of said media. Family Flavors to Slide WBN Inc. and its affiliates do not make claims to own the media broadcasted on our network. Everyone, it's Motivation Monday on the Be Encouraged Show. I'm here with my sidekick, Lisa Sennett, today. What's going on, Lisa? Good morning, everyone. <laughs> Lisa, we're so glad you're here. It's our second week together. Lisa rocks. Well, if you're in Colorado Springs, you know that anyway. So we, we got a great show today. Before we start our show, got the incredible uh, Joaquin Mobley on with us from Community Works as well. Want to hear what he has going on. But it's Martin Luther King Jr. Day today. So I wanted to share just a couple of things with you before we started our uh, official show with mm -hmm. you. Martin Luther King Jr. was born January 15, 1929, on April 4, 1968, at 6 p.m., just outside of room 306 at the Lorian Motel in Memphis, Tennessee. The 39 year old King stood by the railing looking out over a rundown building just beyond Mulberry Street. Mm -hmm. James Earl Ray took aim with a 30 odd caliber rifle. Rifle and blew away the right side of Dr. King's head, face, and neck. He was pronounced dead at St. Joseph's Hospital an hour and five minutes later. The nonviolent voice against the rage of racism was gone. Everyone's familiar with Dr. King's I Have a Dream speech, but I wanted to share just really quickly before we get into our radio show a little 
thing that he wrote called Letters from Prison. <sighs> Dr. King was one of my heroes, so it's kind of emotional to me as well. I live, I was alive when he died, and uh, remember that fateful day. But here's what he said from prison. Perhaps it's easy for those who have never felt the stinging darts of segregation to say, wait. But when you have seen vicious mobs lynch your mothers and fathers at will and drown your sisters and brothers at whim, when you have seen the hate-filled policemen curse, kick, and even kill your black brothers and sisters, when you are, when you, when you see the vast majority of your 20 million Negro brothers smothering in a, an airtight cage of poverty in the midst of an affluent society. When you suddenly find your tongue twisted and your speech stammering as you seek to explain to your six-year-old daughter why she cannot go to the public amusement park that has been advertised on television and see tears rolling down, welling up in her eyes when she's told that Fun Town is closed to colored children. And we, and we see ominous clouds of inferiority beginning to form in her little mental sky and see her beginning to distort her personality by developing an unconscious bitterness towards white people. When we have to concoct an answer for a five-year-old son who is asking, Daddy, why do white people treat colored people so mean? When you take a cross-country drive and find it necessary to sleep night after night in the uncomfortable corners of your automobile because no motel will accept you. When you are humiliated day in and day out by nagging signs reading white and, white and colored. When your first name becomes nigger, your, your middle name becomes boy, however old you are, and your last name becomes John, and your wife and mother are never given the respected title of miss or missus. When you are harried by day and haunted by night by the fact that you are a Negro, living constantly at tiptoe stance, never quite knowing what to expect next, and are plagued with inner fears and outer resentments, when you are forever fighting a degenerating sense of nobodiness, then you will understand why we find it difficult to wait. There comes a time when the cup of endurance runs over, and there are no, when we are no longer willing to be plunged into the abyss of despair. I hope, sirs, you can understand our legitimate and unavoidable impatience. And when he was charged with being an extremist, and this is the last thing I read today, a lot of people don't understand how dire this was back in those days, but I lived in the midst of this very thing growing up myself. Uh, when people charged him with being an extremist, he said this, Was not Jesus an extremist for love? Love your enemies, bless them, and, and bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you, and pray for them who despitefully use you and persecute you. Was not Amos an extremist for justice? Let justice roll down like waters and righteousness, like an overflowing stream. Was not Paul an extremist for the Christian gospel? I, hear in my I bear in my body the marks of the Lord Jesus. 
Was not Martin Luther an extremist? Here I stand. I can do no other, so help me God. And John Bunyan, I will say in jail, I will I will stay in jail to the end of my days before I make a butchery of my conscience. And Abraham Lincoln, thus the nation cannot survive half slave and half free. And Thomas Jefferson, we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal. So the question is not whether we will be extremists, but what kind of extremists will we be? Will we be extremists for hate or for love? The words of Dr. Martin Luther King as we celebrate his birthday today and we remember the great scribes that have been made in our country regarding race and and so many other things. We still have ways to go. We still are still on the principle of of, of dealing with many things that are unjust and not and should be corrected. But let's celebrate his legacy today as we've moved from those real outlying areas to more inclusive and more uh, areas where we we feel like we're more hum- human and humane to one another. As I said before, as we we're coming on the Be Encouraged show today, we have uh, the great Joaquin Mobley <laughs> on with us, and he's from Community Work. But before I do that, because my co-host is here, we can't we can't just leave her hanging, right? Uh, tell tell people once again before we get to Joaquin a little about Innovate cons- uh, Success and what you're doing. Okay, thanks, Frank. Um, that was incredible. Um, yeah, so I'm Lisa Sinnott with InnovateSuccess.com, and we help a lot of families for free locally here in Colorado Springs get connected with reputable businesses for their next project at their home or place of business. Indeed. Those families out there, I know many of you are out in our community and you're wondering, how do I get this thing fixed, that thing fixed? You don't have to vet all those things yourself. Lisa Senate with Innovate Success is here to vet these contractors for you, get people out that do good work in our community for our clients and things. So give them a call at, I reach out to you at... 719-888-0070. There we are. Lisa Senate with Innovate Success and my partner here on the Be Encouraged show. So, Joaquin, introduce yourself to the people, my friend. <coughs> Excuse me. I am Joaquin Mobley. I'm the Senior VP of Community Works. I am also a serial entrepreneur uh, throughout the state of Colorado. Um, so much to say. Uh, <laughs> I grew up going back and forth from New York City and Colorado Springs. Um, so I got the duality uh, of two beautiful communities, uh, one being a Hispanic uh, community uh, in New York City called Washington Heights and one in the southeast uh, Colorado Springs. Um, those two communities are what made me. Uh, those two communities are what drive me. And uh, those two communities are what empower me and activate me. Um, so with that, um, you know, I've had a, a rocky road. Um, you know, I, I did the school thing, did pretty well in high school, played sports, all that kind of good stuff. I actually graduated locally here at Sierra High School. Uh, did you really? Yeah. yeah, ah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I uh, played football for them. 
See, uh, her used to be the bomb back yes. in the day, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a football and basketball and track powerhouse then. Mm-hmm. Uh, things have changed, but they're working on bringing it back. A lot of good people going there trying to change it. Um, recently, um, you know, we made some, some pre- pretty big strides in empowering our community. Um, so Community Works has a legacy of about 27 years now of empowering communities uh, throughout the front range of Colorado. Initially starting there in Denver Works, uh, in the mm-hmm. Denver Northeast area, the Park Hill yes. East Side Five Points area, mm-hmm. if you guys are familiar with that. I am. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so intentionally, um, initially rather, uh, D- Denver Works um, was high-centered on getting uh, youth jobs during the summer mm-hmm. to avoid gang violence, uh, things of that nature, right? Um, as that progressed and the summer came to an end, um, the founder and CEO at that time, Debbie Johnson, um, noticed that there was a bigger need with their parents, cousins, uh, friends, family that are no longer in school, but that are coming home from prison, uh, are on that way to, are on food stamps, whatever the case may be. So at that time, I believe it was 1996, we pivoted. Of course, not me. I was only 11 years old. You were really pivoting. Yeah, right. Really pivoting. <laughs> um, yeah, so she pivoted at that time, which was very important, you know, especially in the mid-90s, coming out, not so much out, but still kind of being the thick of the crack era, if everybody's familiar with that, and um, a lot of those communities uh, being bereft of jobs, right? So with that, um, we got really high-centered on job training, job placement, and more importantly, job retention, Mm -hmm. right? So to prepare people for jobs, um, we've created the pre-apprenticeship to construction, um, leadership and customer service. Uh, We're about to actually launch an IT literacy class. Um, (laughs) Several classes, but the beauty of what we do, we do it within a week, right? So we do a lot of those trainings in a very, very intense uh, four- to five-day setting within our facility. Um, what we did was we went and got the core competencies from each industry and got high center and said, we're just going to focus on these. Mm-hmm. So when they walk through that door and we make that warm handoff to employers, they know the basics. They know the foundation, nice. right? They know the values. They know uh, the, the four, at least four to five core competencies of that industry. And then we could build upon that when they're in there. And that plays into the job retention. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Uh, I don't know. Did I go over a little bit too much? No, 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 no. I don't know if he can go over it too much. Uh, in this area, what what I like to do though is dial back and 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 really fit, help people understand why are you do, why are you in this space? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, my mother was a a very very she is a very strong woman. Um, you know, so she worked very hard. I've seen all the hard work she went and put in to support me and my siblings. Uh, simultaneously, I'm also the son of an immigrant, right? My father uh, was born in the Dominican Republic. They came to New York City when they were kids. Um, and as a result, I've seen the ups and downs and the trials and tribulations they went through mm-hmm. to get acclimated to the American culture, right? Some of my family still never quite acclimated it. Um, and as a result of that, I wanted to be kind of a conduit of support to families that come from the same background as me. Um, Are your parents local here? Yes, yes. My mother's here. She, My mother's from St. Louis, but she's been here a while. Mm-hmm. My father, he lives out here, but he goes back and forth. We both go back and forth to New York City. 
So New York City, mm-hmm. what does that look like for you, and how frequently do you do that back and forth? Because that's quite the trek, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I go very, very often, uh, sometimes as much as five to six times a year. Wow. wow. Right. So, in fact, I think in two weeks I'll probably go back, hang out with my cousins, and I'm trying to do what we're doing here and take it there because they really need it. Wow. Um, so, yeah, it's quite a trek, but it's something I love doing, and I'm very much involved in fashion. Um, so I love going back for Fashion Week and uh, going and visiting some of my schools that I went to out there that are involved in fashion, such as FIT. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So fashion. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you a I, model or something? No. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> he should be. Even those guns yeah. he's got, right? <laughs> you guys should see him right now. <laughs> I mess with him every time I see every him. Time. Yeah. <laughs> every time I see him about those guns because, you know. <laughs> I, I want those guns too, but I'm not willing to put in the work. Hey, baby, how you doing? Hi, hi how are you? Where are you guys? <laughs> hi, that's your baby? Yeah, we got Jennifer and Dee Smith entering the studio awesome. right now. So, yeah, so, well, we're, we're live radio, so uh, welcome. Glad you're here, guys. Thanks for having us. <laughs> <laughs> you can pull that mic right next to you oh, if you yeah. want to. So we have Joaquin Mobley uh, of Community Works. He has to leave a little bit early today. So he's unwrapping uh, his space right now, what he does in community and how it's being done. Uh, What were you asking him before, Lisa? Okay, so we're talking about New York. So in New York, you have another business out there? Because, I mean, you go quite frequently. We're trying to take this business out there. Okay. Oh, but I this had is a, the genesis of it here, though. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. But prior to that, when I was younger, like a teenager, I had a clothing line in New York City. Oh, okay. Right. So, um, fashion. Fashion. Fashion right. line. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I had the fashion line and also used to do fashion shows, and they had paid me to uh, orchestrate and implement them. Do you tap into LA fashion as well? Because I know. Uh, I have some I fashion friends really. who go there a lot for clothing. You know, East Coast don't be mingling. <laughs> they don't with mingle. <laughs> where where you been? I, apparently, you know, Paris has fashion. From him, that he's going to do the Juneteenth fashion show with us this year. That's something I just heard. If y'all yeah. need me to, I'm there. I didn't even Absolutely. know he did fashion shows, but he dressed, so I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we yeah. might need to look into that. Yeah, yeah that's too easy. He always, he always comes in rolling. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would like to say I want to be like him, but I'm so much older than him. He should be trying to be like me, yes. right? So. <laughs> Frank's crazy. <laughs> well, again, you're doing some great work in community. And Dee, did you want to come join the conversation right here, my friend? We have a chair for you. We are one body. Yeah, Jennifer, deep pointing at Jennifer and saying, I don't I, I don't need to be if she's there, right? That's a big shade you got on today, girlfriend. Oh, what are you doing? Eyes. Is this your fashion thing? It's too? my fashion thing. The best five dollars I spent. On this <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, I need those. I need something to cover like a half my face. Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> That's what I'm, that's what oh I was going for, because I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> You're 
you're tired. <laughs> we just left the Martin Luther King rushing over to you. We had to get over here. Yeah, this is amazing, Jennifer Smith. Jennifer and I have the pleasure of uh, both being on the board of directors at CASA yes. together, and I've gotten to know him, and not D so much. I hadn't gotten to know him. I need to sit down and call and let this dude tell me his, his story. And his, I think you're trying to avoid the brother. Okay, I'm yeah. just wondering, man, you know, making me feel a little bit, you know, I'm going, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> so, Jennifer, tell us what you and Dee are up to today. Um, so, today we were at Not the, just today. Um, every day? In your okay. life. Oh, we got a lot going on. So, let me just start with today, though, just so we can be, be clear, because we have a lot. But, um, we actually are coming up with our multicultural, our 10th annual Multicultural Black History Multicultural, because everybody's involved. Um, it's going to be at the Art Center this year. We've been doing it for 10 years in the community. Stargazers, we outgrew that place. And um, uh, after COVID, we can only do like 150 in a room. We still had standing room only, um, did it online. So it's a big deal in the community. I think we're the only one doing a consistent black history program. Um, the kids are excited about it. Today we had them performing in front of people they don't know, which is gonna, how it's going to be. So giving them some practice. Um, looking forward to it. Practice every Sunday for two hours, um, faithfully since November, uh -huh. um, up until February. So it's a big deal for the kids, but for the community. Looking forward. What are to the it. ages of the kids that's involved um, in this? The youngest we had was three years old when we first mm. started, mm. and she showed up and showed out. She was Coretta Scott, and she's about eleven now. So that's incredible. All the kids are coming back. is a It's kind of a reunion, mm -hmm. an annual reunion. Um, looking at talking about who's in charge of it now, which is the kids. So the host is 17. She actually was seven when she started. Mm -hmm. She played, uh, who she played, D? At 11, she played Michelle Obama. Oh, um, did she? She was one of the best. Yeah. And she memorized like no other. So she's doing the host, and she's going to play two characters while she's on stage and then run the fashion show. That's wow. not as big as the one that um, Mobley's going to do with us in do team. <laughs> but this is a little small snippet. But there is no competition. No, here. I want him to do it. <laughs> I want him to be a part and, and, and take charge of it because I know if he, does, if he does that, he knows what to do. But this is basically um, a fashion show from a 16-year-old that's now 21, and she wanted to bring it back. People was happy how she did it back when she was 16, and now she's 21, and she's putting the clothes together. We went to House of Flawless, shout out to Maisha, and got some clothes the other day. Um, we are getting clothes from Amazon to get them quick. So the kids are picking out things that they want to do um, for the fashion show, and it's like a Wakanda theme at the end because mm. it's Black History Forever. Yeah. So it's Wakanda yep. Forever, That's so cool. the kids are going to do that. What date is that again? February 26th is a Sunday this year. People were really mad that we did it on a Saturday last year because they have things to do on Saturdays, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I'm mad so. you're doing it on Sunday. Really? Yeah, oh, but that's okay. It's just <laughs> you me. never make everyone happy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can make me sad. What's that, 4 o'clock? <laughs> yeah, make everybody else happy but me. Okay. <laughs> right on. Okay. So, <laughs> 4 o'clock on yeah, Sunday? Okay, yeah, February 26th at Ant Art Center. February 26th. So, at the end of the day, people can do whatever they need to do in the, in the morning and come hang out with us in the afternoon. All right. Uh, well, we're going to circle yeah. back of Joaquin because Joaquin has to leave early. He'll take a seat. He, when yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he might take a seat. These over there being shy. His, his face doesn't look like he's he ready knows. to take a seat. Yeah, we're going to run out of time here talking to my brothers and sisters. We celebrate Martin Luther King Day today. Martin Luther King Jr. Day today. You, you feeling all right celebrating with us? Yeah. Okay, just checking, checking in with you. Right. Making sure. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
<laughs> Lisa's my right hand here. You have a left hand today. But <laughs> normally she's so awesome. Joaquin, uh, I, want, I want people in our community, don't you, Lisa, mm -hmm. to understand exactly what Community Works is bringing to the front range, how they can engage yeah. in Community Works as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, you know, we're really, really focused on getting people back to work or helping them create their own opportunities. Uh, so we do a lot of entrepreneur training uh, in partnership with Thrive. Um, we do that not only along the front range as far as um, entrepreneurs. Uh, we actually go around the whole state. Mm -hmm. So we've been commissioned by DOLA, and we go around the state. And What's teach DOLA? Them. So no one misunderstands. Oh, Department of Labor Affairs. Okay. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we go around. Um, unfortunately, they didn't have... Uh, the funds to actually give um, a grant for Colorado Springs. So we had to go around Colorado Springs. It's weird, I know. Uh, but we've been giving out $5,000 grants to people starting businesses um, around the state. So $5,000 grants, a yeah. startup, seed money. Yes. Uh, wow. How about you and I? We were just uh, on Saturday night uh, together at Thrive, Thrive Celebration. Mm -hmm. I used to be on the board of directors for Thrive as well. Uh, Yemi uh, Mobley is, was the executive director. That was his last night, actually. Yep. Yep. So he's not the executive director anymore. He's running for mayor, so he's stepping down from that. Mm -hmm. So Thrive, you get, what's your partnership with Thrive in the, in the community? Uh, so we just wanted to create like a continuity type piece with them. So like I said, we try to do our trainings within a week. So we get them to create a business canvas within a week. Mm -hmm. And then after that, um, we partnered with CEF, which is the Colorado Enterprise Fund, and we help them get loans, you know, really yeah. low interest bearing loans. And Thrive comes alongside to just really support them in that effort and potentially bring them in to do their longer class mm -hmm. that helps with the retention piece of it. That's, uh, you know, and I'm not trying to make this about me, but, yeah, I serve on the board of directors for the black uh uh, for the black board, for the uh, CEL, for Colorado Enterprise Fund, mm -hmm. the state board uh, that helps target black industries and in helping them get monies yep. to move their businesses forward. The very first board that we've had in this state, oh, yeah. uh, they reached out to me to be a part of that. So mm -hmm. that that's just some very important people. Who are the clientele of of uh, community works. Who are the specific people that you're mm. reaching out to? So we have five demographics that we serve. Uh, one of the most prominent right now are returning citizens. So for those who don't know, that's just a term for people returning home from prison. Yes. Uh, two, um, we have the people that are on food stamps, mm. right? So very, very important. Uh, we actually help them get get jobs and get off of food stamps. Okay. And retain that. Um, you know, well, remove the cliff effect is what they call it. What's the cliff effect? Cliff effect is when you get hired with a job, but it doesn't necessarily make enough to, I guess, uh, cover all your needs. Mm. But you make more than what the government allows for you to stay on food stamps. Oh, wow. So, so happens, right in that place. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. So right after that, like once you get noticed, for lack of a better term, that you're making more, they remove your food stamps. And then what happens is some people spiral like a cliff. You know? Right, exactly. Oh, I yeah. can oh, see that. Man. So what are they doing about that? That's where we come in, right? Okay. So we help with training to get them better jobs, okay. uh, to increase their pay rate, things like that. And in the midst of that, we help pay for, like, uh, housing, 
um, what's another one, uh, transportation, all that. So, like, last year, just at our Colorado Springs office, I think we spent or we paid over $200,000 in housing for mm. our people in our community mm. to avoid that cliff effect and spir- spiraling further, right? So, right. That's great. Um, the other demographics, obviously, were high-centered on the vets. Mm. Uh, my father was a veteran, uncles, cousins. My daughter's in the military now. Uh, so something very important to me, and I believe that was three of them, right? Uh, the other two are TANF, the TANF population, mm. uh, and the last is 18 to 24-year-olds that are, like, on that way down that bad road potentially, mm-hmm. or they have, they've been justice impacted. Indeed. You know, uh, I'm the president of VetNet, Lisa. I think that we need to make sure that we have Joaquin's uh, contact information because yeah. we would love to get you on the calendar to come speak at VetNet as well mm-hmm. and come down and share with our veterans some of the work and how it relates to us yeah. in community. Oh, yeah. Man, that's a broad and a wide scope <laughs> of work being <laughs> done, outreach, right? Though. That's incredible. Yeah. Thank you for what you're doing, my yeah. friend. That mm-hmm. is, that's awesome. Yeah, for you in community, don't know Joaquin, and uh, aren't familiar with him and the work that he's doing. First of all, all of us need to be rallying in community to support this work. Absolutely. Right? Nonprofit, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Can, um, can we give money to you? Oh, yeah. Please do. How do, how do we <laughs> do, do that? <laughs> you can actually visit us at our website, www.commwrks.org. Um, we had trouble getting the community works name. So we had to abbreviate it. Um, but, yeah, you could visit us there and make a donation. Also on social media platforms as well. Um, but I do want to bring attention to a new project that we've uh, taken on. Mm. And it's called um, Wealth Unlimited. Now, wealth, you know, you got the way you regularly spell it, W-E-A-L-T-H. Yes. But we created a homonym. So it's a word that sounds like that, spelled a little differently, has a different meaning. So it's spelled W H E A. L-T-H. Oh. So we're creating the wealthy store, right? Spelled how I just mentioned mm-hmm. it, uh, with our intentions of bringing uh, resources that are around the city into one location and thus have an influence over where they're distributed to, wow. right? So the wealthy store, it's a really unique spin on a gym uh, membership. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody knows I love to work out, right? Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> obvious. And so, in the midst, <laughs> in the midst of that, right? <laughs> I found out just through research that people who actually have gym memberships also love donating and giving. So I was figuring out what's the nexus between the two, mm-hmm. right? So I was like, well, there is no nexus, so community works has to be that. So uh-huh. what we're doing is creating a space not too far from here. It's uh, We just closed on a location two weeks ago. It's uh, on Bijou between Tejon and Nevada. This place is going to be really different. In the back of the house, it's going to have the gym workout stuff where you can do whether it's the T-Rex, running, nice. lap pools, yeah. things like that. And in the front is going to be uh, a juice bar with um, the grip bar. The grip bar is going to be like your bare basics mm-hmm. food that you feed yourself after you work out or if you're just trying to replenish your body. The interesting piece is that everything in there goes towards a cause, right? So mm-hmm. even with the gym, we're hooking it up to generators. That's going to help us conserve power mm-hmm. and reduce you know, power wastage and all that kind of stuff. So when you're working out, that energy goes into empowering or powering all the efforts that we're making up front. 
What? Yeah, so it's going to be real. <laughs> even, so we're going to have bikes. going to cost? Like, so uh, we're probably going to start our memberships off around 50 to $60. We're still trying to figure that out. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, you yeah, would have yeah. access to the gym, uh, the nutrition area, and if you just want to hang out and have a good time. Um, and our intentions are really to just really get that money and be able to support all the organizations such as what Jennifer mm-hmm. and Dee's doing, all these organizations, and support them. Uh, continually as opposed to just waiting on these grants. Yeah. So. Can you guarantee a brother come out looking like you? Yeah, I got you. <laughs> I got the perfect workout for you. Perfect workout for you me. Be consistent, it's called right? Body by Walk. That's what we're going to call it. <laughs> just keep moving, man. <laughs> <laughs> a body in motion stays in motion, That's right? right? That's what I heard, That's exactly which is right. why I'm immobile. <laughs> but. <laughs> Because I don't be hanging in motion very much, right? So <laughs> I do move on the bed really well, though. I'm just saying. Oh. <laughs> no, I don't mean that way. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, you're turning left or right. I mean, on, Frank. he just took a nosedive. Right. Frank out. Oh, my God. <laughs> Michelle, I hope you're not listening Jennifer's to this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, turning. I'm I'm just a dig a bigger hole if I keep trying to explain <laughs> it. But anyway, uh, yeah, brother, you are doing such incredible, incredible work. Uh, Phoenix, I know you're in the back back there, so I need you to come back in the room and take a picture with us and uh, Joaquin before he books. All right? Either you or one of your cohorts, please. So, cause we're about 1135 right now, so you need to leave in 10. Right? Yeah. Let me ask you, Jennifer, while you're here with Joaquin, and we're going to dig down a little bit deeper into One Body Enterprises and also. That doesn't mean enterprise? No. Just like Joaquin was saying, it's hard to get the whole name. We want it to be One Body Entertainment. Oh. Because of the names, you have to pick what's there. Yeah. ENT means entertainment. Oh, Oh, it's entertainment. Yep. So (laughs) most of the events we do, like the Black History, that's entertainment. We provide. Entertainment to uplift the community in a positive way, bring awareness by having entertainment. So he heard me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. <laughs> I didn't know if those really. I knew you guys back engineering. <laughs> Here's my phone. <laughs> so we need pictures with Joaquin and all oh, of us steady. before they boogie. So <laughs> who are you? Yeah, oh, you're the baby? Oh, okay. <laughs> that's really my baby and my oldest. Right? Uh-huh. That's really the oldest. That's my baby. Yeah, that's yeah. Baby. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you act like it. Oh, she's oldest? Turn this one. Thank you, Frank. There we go. On set. Taking <laughs> pictures. Thank you, my brother. Appreciate it. Yeah, because he's going to have to boogie here in a little bit. We so appreciate your time so entertainment men and women of influence okay get over here smitty i'll talk about women of impact um the reason why it is women of impact is because there is a women of influence already with the business journal that's right i was nominated for that years ago so i know we couldn't use that name um for that because when you look that up you'll see something totally different right right um but but women impact comes from men of influence and so behind behind every um moi is a wi and whether it's a mother of influence, whether it's a wife of influence, um, 
you know, we have women of impact because that's what we do to follow through with whatever they're doing. Keeping them, keep tabs on them a little bit. Make sure they're a little bit organized. You know how women do with men. Make sure that we're on point with them and everybody's on the same page. So that's kind of what Women of Impact came from. Um, Dio talk about men of influence. It's very passionate for him. We've actually got some grants um, that we can actually utilize for Teen Night and different things now in the community. Um, they have a Netflix video movie, however we want to call it, coming up. Dee can talk about that. Um, but I'm super excited about Men of Influence because when Dee told me about it, this is my take on it. I couldn't believe it. I was like, gang members, same room, getting along. I'm like, okay, this is dangerous. I was like, I don't care where you're from, Colorado, New York. That seemed like something that's crazy. Mm -hmm. I was like, when he was telling me that he was going to do it, I was uncomfortable. I was like, I don't know how this is going to work. But fast forward a year and some change right now is working. Um, one thing I can say is there's not been any gang-related shootings at Memorial Park. And that's pretty much where me and influence kind of came from. That's so, awesome. Yeah. 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 Can you please get over here and talk a little yeah. bit more about Yeah, we'll bring you over in a minute, brother. Yeah, he's going to book and then he can expound on that a little yeah. bit. Because so, I know a Brandon at Story Church has been a part of what you guys mm -hmm. are doing with men of influence That's as one of well. The preachers that are, are pastors that are actually a part of men. Yeah, of yeah, 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 yeah. I hang out there occasionally myself. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, awesome. So uh, Joaquin, before you leave, man, we're gonna let you get out of here and, and get on that road to Denver, Boulder. Actually, mm -hmm. uh, how did we already ask him, Lisa, how other people can be engaged with the work he's doing? Uh, he gave his website. Is there a contact number or anything like that? Yep, um, you can call me at seven one nine two eight seven zero eight three one. Zero eight three one. Yes, sir. Yes. And I'll yeah. text you some options for VetNet getting you scheduled. Okay. We're end of May at this point. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. We're rocking the yes. VetNet thing. Are we, girlfriend? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we having people come in and wanting to speak there. We having over fifty people a week. Yeah. Uh, showing up and stuff. So it's been really, really, really good. Well, brother, thank you for being with us. We'll have you and a couple of the people that work. Uh, around because you gave me a tour your facility mm -hmm. a few weeks ago have some people that work with you and yep. some of those booths and other things come in with you next time okay. bring two other people and we'll do a whole show centered around that okay all right all right, all right. thank y'all for having me you, know, you bet <laughs> man be Likewise. safe heading to denver I just came back last night, man. It was jacked up because it was snowing. I gotta go all the way to Boulder. <laughs> yeah, Boulder, even worse. <laughs> yeah. Will you be back by tonight, though? Cause uh, I hope so. It depends if I gotta go to our other offices up there. Okay. Yeah, do you? All right. We're getting man. snow Wednesday. Appreciate I heard. You. But. Oh, yeah. Right on, brother. You bet. Yeah. Denver. Didn't have it here though. Yeah. Yeah. We had it in Denver. Right, See you later. Nice seeing you. Take care. Yeah. It slowed down a little bit when I got the monument here. Yeah. What's up, D? Hey. Yeah. Way to get back in here, brother. Come on now. I see you all over the joint. Good to meet you. Doing all kinds of things. You know what I love most about you two? It's that you're married. I love that, seeing a black couple married. Uh, is this you guys' baby as well? Yeah, both of them. Both of you. Mm -hmm. you How long have you guys been married? Ten years. 
coming up on 11 this year. It's almost 11 years. We were together in high school, so I've been knowing this joker for like. <laughs> since high school? 12, well, since I was 12 years old, but we were together in high school. Yeah. Okay. Are you so serious? We broke up for about seven years. Yeah, you kicked them to the curb for seven? No. <laughs> to grow up. I made our dreams come true. Yeah, we to grow up. <laughs> you know, you get married too fast, it'd be a quick divorce. You know, teenagers mm-hmm. in love, yes. I think that's kind of hard. But Dee's whole thing was. You're going to end up cheating on me or breaking up with me because I never had experienced any other relationship out of high school. Mm. So he was very mature for his age at the time. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we came back together as different people. Well, we broke up and our life was different, you know. Yeah, yeah. But then we changed and, you know, matured and became different people. Yeah. But if it's meant to be, I always tell people that God will make it work. God does make it work, doesn't Mm -hmm. he? Yeah. And man will mess it up. Man, every time. (laughs) If you want something jacked up, give it to a human. (laughs) Yeah. And I don't have to go very far than in the mirror to know that's true because I've jacked up plenty of stuff in my life. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. So, D, thanks for joining us finally. Uh, tell us about Men of Influence, brother. <laughs> what do you want to know about it? I want to know how it started. Well, what was the seed idea for Men of Influence? Well, actually, Men of Influence wasn't called Men of Influence um, when it first came to my mind because it happened like a long time ago. Mm-hmm. It was called Change and Make a Difference. And... Um, and so I put I put a plan together, and and it's just now coming to fruition. Did I say it right? Mm-hmm. Fruition. Fruition. Yeah. <laughs> you said it right. So <laughs> you're right on it. <laughs> yeah. So one of the things that um, that that triggered it into going into play now was um, they were having a lot of gang related shootings at Memorial Park. And um, and so I figured that the only way we can stop gang-related shootings is reaching out to the gang members. And so I was born and raised out here, so I uh, just reached out to my friends because all my friends, they joined different gangs. And, like, it wasn't, like, friends, like, people I just knew. Like, it's, like, people that I was real close with. Were you in the gang yourself? No, I was not. Never a gang member yourself? Never. No. But all my friends turn, turned to different gangs. So when they start fighting against each other, I was out of town. That's when I was living in Georgia. So when I come back, I come back to the same relationships I had when I left. And um, so, you know, I was always close to them. And then when I started doing community work, all my friends would, um, they would tell me that they're proud of me. And they'll tell me that, you know, keep doing what you're doing. I like what you're doing for the hood and all this type of stuff. And they would always tell me that if I ever had any issues, that I can get him a call and they'll make sure that I'm okay. Mm. And so I was like, hmm, I'm going to use that. (laughs) (laughs) Except for it wasn't for nothing negative. It was for something positive. That's awesome. And so I reached out to, I I talked to a a few people. Everybody wasn't for it, but there was one person in particular, Lil Snoop. He, uh, I went and talked to him, and I told him that I needed him to, um, to help me. And um, it wasn't easy. He um, decided to go ahead and back me up because at the end of the day, if it would have went wrong, he wouldn't have had no choice because he was going to have to come protect me anyway because that's what he'd been doing my whole life. So, like, we might as well just go ahead in here and do this the right way and do it together. And so I made... 
I made all the calls that I needed to make, and then he called back and followed up behind me. And it's different when you have other OGs that are respected calling each other saying, like, y'all going to be there. And so that's basically what happened. It was a little bit more than that, but that was the gist of it. Yeah. Um, and so we uh we was able to get we was able to get um get him into the room and it didn't really go all that well at the beginning. Like it went well because we were there, but it was um it wasn't a smooth transition. It was very intense and Turned out to be okay, and then by the third meeting, we had representation from every gang in Colorado Springs in one room. It was like thirty of us in there, and um, did you have city people helping? They are not. This city is not welcome. Okay. But you didn't give like a heads up that this was taking place, or could. Potentially no. nothing. Yes, yeah, so all the people in the streets. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the the so the thing is is the situations and the problems that's going on in the community um can't be helped or fixed by no officials. Right. It's gonna have to come from us. Mm-hmm. The people that um can make the change, those are the people in the community that the community, the officials and everybody are most afraid of. Mm-hmm. So I was noticing that because there's a disconnect from everybody. There's a disconnect from the churches in the community, the police wow. in the community, education in the community, the gangs and the and the the hoodlums of the world in the community. And the thing about it is, is if you know anything about gang culture, gang culture they're possessive. So once they 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 claim you as theirs, they protect it. And so I was like, how are we gonna be able to get that feeling back? And the only way to do it is is you gotta put those people to work that that can make the change. And a lot of the a lot of the people that can make the change that you are afraid of, they know that you're afraid of them and it's kinda disrespectful by the way you kinda treat them. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's warranted though. Like some of them deserve that that feeling. But Not when it everybody. all when it all boils down to it is it's the separation, and so one thing about one body and T, our whole thing is bringing the community together as one body. People don't like coming together, they don't. and so because we do stuff in organizations, organizations ain't no different than gangs. Right. They do the same thing. Yep. They hate on each other. They don't want to work together. They only want to work when it benefits them, and so what's the difference? So the thing about it is I know that through our whole journey coming up doing one body ENT is we never had our officials nobody they didn't they wasn't there for us it was our community that was there for us so whenever I needed people to be somewhere I went to the people that I grew up with that I, that I know love me and I told them like look I need y'all to be it cuz you got to kind of you got to bully your friends and to support you because they say they're going to support you. So then when you ask them in their face, can you come be there for me, then now they have to be there for you. Yeah. And so that's basically what we did because out of, out of 10 years in doing this Black History program, 
we don't have a room full of people with name tags and our there's people that that don't even know who we are mm. in this community and they've been through to our events mm. and so it's like that's not where so we don't never we never went up we always went down and so while it's going down this whole time it was only it only made sense to um to reach out to the people who who I've always went to when we have a, our Southside Kayland Fourth of July barbecue people are always saying how are you having all of these people or these type of people at your events and nothing ever happens the reason why is because I invite them and I treat them the way they need to be treated because people want to be welcomed anywhere. Exactly. Wants and with dignity. respect and dignity. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. And that is the big thing, respect. Yes. Yep. So yeah. so that all of that is basically how the Men of Influence came about. Men of Influence didn't really work until they bought into it. Yeah. So it's like three things that I was using for my little what is it called when you got to come up with your little formula mm -hmm. so i had a formula my niche your brand so <laughs> yeah. so yeah. i knew that in order for this to work so i want to i want to stop i want to i want to try to cur i just want to open up lines of communication and by opening up lines of communication the things that could be stopped um would be and the stuff that couldn't it is what it is. Like it is the game is the game, and I'm not trying to change that. But I do know that a conversation can can stop you from coming up and shooting my house sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And so, if we can just just open up them lines of communications to fix the things that could be fixed, then it's a whole lot less that could not happen. Where do you think they're at, heartwise, the leaders of the gangs? curious with at initiative because they've done it a year and a half now at the beginning at the beginning everybody was indecisive <laughs> nobody trusted nobody the, the thing is is this is one thing that I knew just from my life if you're in a gang if you're in a fraternity if you're in politics if you are who you are in that field, people respect you for that. So if you if you if you're if you're a politician or an advocate and you're doing well and everybody know that your intentions and righteousness is righteousness no matter what the rules are just a little bit different. Yeah, yeah. But if you being a stand up guy in the streets and being a stand up guy in the office is the exact same thing because it is it consists of the same thing, being a man of your word, standing on what you stand on and all of that type of stuff, right? Yeah. So I knew I knew people like that, right? Mm -hmm. That I can go to on all sides. So the thing is the reason why the men of influence worked is because I had to stand on what I am. So I have to be irreparable in me doing this community work in their eyes. So they have to look at me and say, oh, I know if Lil D doing it, then it's going to be okay. Right and so I had to have, they had to respect me and what I did, and they had to trust me. Yeah. And then by my trust, by them trusting me and knowing what kind of person I am, what kind of man that I am, and integrity and good character is very important in doing this type of thing. And um, but that's what everybody is based off. Everybody is based off respect. Because once you get to a certain level 
of anything, the elites are still the elites. And you're going to respect each other as such, whether you liked each other or not. Because if you're in a gang and I'm from the other side, I know that I'm a uh, I know I'm a, I know how to handle you because I know that if I did try to do something to you that I'm probably going to have to kill you and it's going to be a whole lot more that come with that mm-hmm. and that so they already have that that mutual respect from each other because they've been going at each other all these years and so because they had that they already had that that mutual thing to uh, of respect and that's where it all started off at and everybody's alpha males though and everybody's aggressive. So, like, even if you say, we didn't come here for that, it don't come off like, you didn't come here for that. It was like, food that ain't what we here for. <laughs> <laughs> you so, know, we only have uh, seven more minutes yeah. of our session together today. Uh, D, you broke it down. You really helped yeah, us understand you what's happening with men of influence because I see the flyers uh, on social media. I see some of the stuff that you're doing, but be quite honest, I didn't really know foundationally what the heart of the movement was about until I got a chance to talk to you today. Uh, Yeah, so that's us. All we want to do is stop making excuses about what we don't have and create it. So that's why we created the Hillside Community Center Teen Nights, and we're creating our our mentorship program. And so um, the way that the group feel now from the beginning to now is a complete change. Um, The group is owning the responsibility of what we want to do. And one of our goals for this year is to bring down the gun. Um, the gun shoot, the gun violence, and um, the murders. We want to get that rate down, and so um, we do a lot of crime interruption and violence interrupting. And within that, it can't be just that. It's going to take all of us, and so that's why we created safe spaces for our kids because that's the reason why our kids is doing what they're doing because they have too much idle time, and everybody says we don't have nothing to do, and then they don't want to help when it's time to give them something to do because they're afraid of them too yeah yeah so both of you we need to as we wrap up today because i want one of the uh outcomes lisa and i want from doing this show is to see how community can engage with one another it's really important you know because we talk about a lot of things now I'm, i get tired of hearing talk without action yes, right exactly. yeah I'm sick Preach of that Right. Yes. <laughs> so we don't have any action behind what we say we we want to do that's ineffective and nonsensical to me. So, Jennifer, you, you need to help us tell the people how they can reach you and how they can help the yeah. all what you're doing. We have a website. You can go to www.onebodyklcc, which stands for Kaylin Community Cares, dot org. Um, all our events are on there. You can donate on there. We have a QR code you can just click. Um, we actually have all the information for Men Influence, Women Impact, the Black History event that's happening. Um, everything we're doing, you can follow us there and on Facebook. Um, you can follow into us individually. We have all of our stuff posted on a regular basis. Yeah. We go live a lot, so you can know who we are. Um, so if you want to contact us directly, we have our number, 719-502-7103. 
Um, and you can call us. That is not our number. Um, that is mine. And you can call. <laughs> that's the number you see on. He wants everyone to call you. That's all the numbers on the flyers. We need to create the flyers. That's the number oh, that's that you see. Awesome. And we do answer. And we do follow through. Um, we do have Juneteenth coming up in June. We start in January promoting that meeting in November. So it's a big deal. Three day event. Everybody's looking forward to it this year. If um, Flaming Flavors, they did a booth last year. They can do another one this year to get the word out of where you guys are. And, um, cause we just found out where you guys were today. So yeah. <laughs> now we know, but, um, just all the education with entertainment. And then we also provide the KLCC, which is a community, um, K Lane community cares right down the street from here. Um, we do food and give backs, backpack giveaways when school season comes up and clothing and shoe drives. So we do a lot of different things, not just entertainment, but the give back part of it is there too. Excellent. That's yep. awesome. Yep. That's awesome. And there's a donate button, I'm assuming. Yep. As soon okay. as you go, Perfect. the first thing you see on the website is a donate. How can I help? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. It's there. Yeah. So let's let's pull together. Let's let's find ways to help uh, great organizations like what Dee and Jennifer Smith are doing as we continue to try to uplift and build our community together let's learn how that works and how the intersection mm -hmm. of one organization uh, connects with another uh, along with Joaquin Mobley yeah. today and not only that we we be remiss without uh, talking about family flavors to slide right here in Phoenix and his organization nonprofit radio show to uh, station that gets the word out in many different ways mm -hmm. uh, worldwide and wherever it is that you want to go Wow was that a wreck yeah yep. can tell. oh, oh did they miss the oh good oh. Oh. Oops. sorry we didn't hear everything yeah <laughs> Phoenix said this is Flat Avenue. Yeah. <laughs> so you've been listening to the Be Encouraged show with Lisa Sennett and Frank Sinclair today. Do you have anything else you need to say, dear, before we leave? Uh, no, thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great day. Yeah, y'all have, have a great day. Time. We're coming back yeah. for a second hour, and we're sure that we'll get an opportunity to have you guys back on before Juneteenth yes. and let everybody know what's going on. We'll have a show. Yes, we did. Yeah, so we yeah. said you got y'all booth last year. Yeah, really? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And yeah, next time you come, you got to wear those shades again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'd be a different bear. Yeah, because you be rocking those. <laughs> right? Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for being with us. We'll be back in a few minutes with the second hour of our show. Thank you.
celebration starting under the street lights. The scene is being set. Can't 
My name is Titus with Glow Growth and Development, a positive, energetic show on the slide WBN. We cover mindset and creating the life of your dreams. We have been entrepreneurs and in the business world for 20 plus years. The biggest part is helping others discover their own glow. Our show airs every Sunday from 6 to 8 p.m. You can find us on all major social media platforms and everywhere you find your favorite podcast. Our guests have plenty of experience and drop tons of value. See you Sunday from 6 to 8 on The Slide WBN. Let's see your glow. Who should you call when faced with difficulties from the long arm of the law? Are you and your friends or your loved ones going through a legal crisis right now? Are you Are you looking for a strong legal team to help you through a time of crisis? Unknown of who to contact when the law is overbearing? Are your friends or loved ones in fear and trial is drawing near? Defense is more than simply a word within the hollowed halls of the law offices of Barker and Tolini. Ladies and gentlemen, it is literally a cornerstone that these men work, breathe, and live by every day. For nearly a decade, this prestigious law firm has humbly and diligently labored in defense of the people. The law offices of Barker and Tolini are the premier criminal defense attorneys within the box state. Hands down. In your time of legal need, contact the super team of Bark and Tolini at 719-227-0230. Again, that's 719-227-0230. Let them know that you heard it here on the slide so they know we got your back. Contact the offices of Barker and Tolini at 720 Home Street, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80903. Or at com. Ain't no stopping the 
And here we go. We're on Motivation Monday here at Family Flavors The Slide here with my partner Lisa Sennett as we're bringing great humans and great businesses to you as we infuse hope and encouragement into our community. As always, we would love for you to go. I would love for you to go because this is a self-serving part of this announcement. <laughs> go to Amazon and pick up a copy of one of my books, Dream Again, Lessons on Leveraging Your Pain, Your Personal Business Coach, and also Your Personal Life Coach are all available for you. We're currently working on our fourth book, Your Personal Health Coach, which will be available in September as well. So we're doing great work because we know if you are in business that you need to elevate your life and business to the greatest degree possible. And you are with? Lisa Sinnott. <laughs> You're with Lisa Sinnott? Oh, I Frank thought that's Sinclair. who you were. <laughs> I have to pull her in here. He does. Right? Yeah, yeah. You can get a little bit more comfortable on this as we I go. Will. This is Lisa's and our second show only. You yes. guys get to be a part of yes. our second week Yay. only. Yes. And Lisa picked these three people today I to did. be on the show with us today. So uh, thanks, guys, for coming. Thank you. Of course. Yeah, we appreciate you being here. And we sure would love for you to tell our audience who you are. Um, Mr. Mizell, Mark, first time I've had an opportunity to meet this gentleman. Uh, would you give us a little a summary of who you are, my friend? Well, in short, uh, I'm an attorney here in Colorado Springs, uh, basically practice all along the front range and uh, do mostly personal injuries some family law, uh, you know, whatever kind you need, we can figure out how I can help you. Indeed. about that, right? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so you you have a specialty which is PR or personal, per personal injury. injury. PI, yeah, yeah, personal injury, but you do cross and do some other work as well. Yeah, it's one-stop shopping. You know what I mean? Whatever you need. I mean, if I don't do it, I know somebody that, that, that I can recommend that, that does do it. Yeah. That's incredible. We're so glad to have you on the show today as we kind of unwrap a little of the space of personal injury law and uh, how that affects our community and what you can do to help them. So thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, the amazing and blonde Sharon Black. <laughs> Did I? <laughs> there Indeed. You see how she led that, didn't yes, you, Lisa? Yes, I love that. Did you like that? <laughs> yeah. She said, well, this is what I do. It's yes. not who I am, yes. right? right? Yeah, you have yes. an incredible guy behind you. Absolutely. How many babies do you have? I have one birth daughter and two stepchildren, oh. and then I've hosted 12 foreign exchange students. Oh. So all total, oh. I say I have 15 children. Really? I yeah. love that. Can you share a little bit about how you're really not – interested in being an empty nester and what yeah. that you bet so department of state identifies people emerging leaders in countries where democracy is not prevalent like mm -hmm. we've had a student this summer from libya from ukraine from tajikistan and so they're identified as young emerging leaders so they come to live with us for nine to ten months and our job is to teach them democracy choice of faith just really expose them to some democracy kind of ideas so when they go back, they can begin to infuse those into their country. 
So wow. we are always happy Isn't to have that a house incredible? <laughs> and that so is. when she was going to get married to her <laughs> husband, she kind of laid down the law and said, this is what I am passionate about. Right. And you're either on yeah. board or not. Or you can just step. Yes. <laughs> yeah, get with it or get out, right? <laughs> but it's awesome, though. I mean, you just like, that's who you are. That's and why, yeah. you threw it down. And, and he's embraced it. And you guys are welcoming all these people into your home. It's incredible. We love it. Yeah, I, I resonate with that a little bit because I do work with the World uh, Council uh, here, the Colorado Springs World Council, and we have contingencies from other countries come in, and every time they bring a contingency in, I host them and, wow. and get an opportunity to talk to them about uh, particularly, specifically, the Colorado Springs business culture and what we're doing here and et cetera. We've had just a great time. The World Affairs Council, that's what they're called. Colorado Springs World, World Affairs. Affairs Council. Yeah. Yeah. So that one that you named, I think our contingency was from there before. Tajikistan. What was that? Yes. They were from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's hard for a black southerner to say. Right? It's probably why they don't have any black southerners in that country, right? <laughs> well, you never know, Frank. They could have married someone there. They could have married mm -hmm. someone. <laughs> not the only way we had to turn mm -hmm. whatever it can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Military. Can you tell we like to have fun in here? <laughs> yeah. Come on. Yeah. So if you don't like to have fun, you might want to do what you were going to do to your husband if he doesn't know for it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the always fabulous and very, very creative Jean Walton is with us, Everyday Girls Adventures, plus other stuff. Tell us who you are, girlfriend. <laughs> so, yes, Frank, I am the founder of Everyday Girl Adventures and Misfit Networking. Everyday Girl Adventures is an idea that I came to to inspire people to find the adventure and the fun in their everyday and create um, moments of joy and memories. And then with, with that idea, um, I knew I wanted to create a business that came from that. Um, but when I started networking and going into the networking world, I, was, I felt like a, a misfit in the business world. So. I kept going to them and getting a little bit more comfortable, but I thought, you know what? Somebody needs to create a networking group for misfit entrepreneurs. And I kept saying that and people were intrigued by that idea. And then someone that I know finally said, maybe it's you, maybe it's not someone. And I was like, no, no, I can't do that. That's not, that's not for me, I'm way too shy for that. But then I thought, you know what? Maybe somebody that understands that should be the one to do this. And yeah. so that, that's where the idea came from and uh, you know, I started wishing for women-owned businesses to come into my life, and they started to. And so in less than four months, I've had five mixers, and it's a revolving venue that brings um, small businesses um, some business and a little fun and genuine connections and inspires women on any part of their business journey. So wow. it's very fun. Yeah. Um, but incredible. So I say yes to every opportunity, and the opportunities, they just keep coming.
So all you guys that are listening right now, don't take that too literal. Yes. You do have have to pick and choose your opportunities sometimes. That is true. We just want to cover ourselves, right? Positive Positive opportunities. Yes, there are different types of opportunities. <laughs> yes, there are. Yeah, and there's different kinds of yeses. So we're, we're glad to have you, Jane. Thank you. We're so glad to have you in our community because how long ago did you come here? Well, well, I've been in Colorado Springs for nine years. Oh. And interestingly enough, I am a former military spouse. But So I lived in um, England before Colorado, and I didn't want to come here. So it's interesting. I didn't because I'm from South Dakota originally. I come from a really large family, and I didn't want to be um, landlocked again after experiencing the world and, you know, loving the sea. And then I came here, and much to my surprise, in six months, I fell in love with it. I looked at those mountains, and I was like, you know what? It's not the sea, but it's it's beautiful, Mm -hmm. and there's just something magical about it here, and I just always thought that. And so over the years that I'd lived here, I decided that... I wanted to, um, I wanted to share that magical feeling with people, Aww. and because I love to explore, and I'm always celebrating every moment, and I love anything that's fun, and positivity is very. People just love to be around positive things and happiness yes. and fun, and so that's something that I've been working on doing over the years that I've lived here, but in the last couple of years, I decided I wanted to be kind of an influencer of that and I've been trying new restaurants and going to new new businesses and places but I have seen some small business small small businesses fail even before COVID but during COVID as well and so I've always had a passion for helping small business owners and supporting them in business just by going and giving them you know my business and then sharing it with other people and so when I came up with this uh, this idea it was inspired by that and because I got this amazing opportunity to participate in this gala in London actually in at the beginning of May because my sister is a she's an astronaut manager and she produced the space gala in May. Wait, wait, wait. How? We can't just let that slide by without astronaut manager. But that's part of the story. I know, I know. What's funny about that is, yes, it's a job. She actually calls herself the astronaut wrangler. But, um... I've gotten to meet. I've gotten to meet a lot of astronauts over the years because of that. And I went to London to assistant produce in this gala. And I didn't realize that my life was going to change after that. And my outlook and my thinking was going to be more inspired by being around these women, astronauts and self-starters that were so inspiring to be around for two weeks in Europe that I came back here with a changed outlook on life. And I was like, you know what? I can't be an astronaut, but I have ideas, you know, and... It's it's time for me to do something with them. Good for so, you. So that's how this all started. And yes. and it, seven months later, here we are. Where's your sister live? She lives in Orlando. What's her name? Christina. Christina. Christina Corp. Why, why are you going to call her? I want to meet Christina next <laughs> time she's in town. She does come here. Bring her to my house. She, comes, where I live. she comes to the space symposium, space symposium every year. See? So I, I am fortunate VIP enough. tickets to the space symposium. Well, you just well, go. I, I crash right. the parties. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to crash the parties with her. But no, so I... 
I've been very lucky because I have had the opportunity to be inspired by these really amazing people. And so because they inspired me to follow my dreams and go after things that I never thought I could do, I know that there's opportunity to bring that to the community exactly. here as well. Indeed, so. indeed. Thank you. Love indeed. That. And uh, are you inspired, Mark? I didn't even know we had a space symposium. <laughs> what do they talk about? Fun, space, fun I guess, facts. right? Uh, yeah. Here, we have that yes, here. Yes, every year. It's at yeah. the Broadmoor. It's at the Broadmoor. It's at the Broadmoor. It's at the years I've been. Yeah, yeah. The space symposium. Yeah. And they just talk about space. <laughs> you learn about space. Learn about space. Got Satellites, it. Satellites, okay. Yeah, there's, awesome. there's a lot. And, and so what my sister does is she brings the space curious to the space serious. And so that's kind of like, she's really, really inspired me in my journey. So yes, um, now you know. There you, <laughs> you go, learn Mark. something new. How do I get a ticket? <laughs> yes. It's well, all I, who you know in the city. Yeah. You will ah, find it's that It's all out. about who you know, my friend. <laughs> yeah. How long have you been here, Mark? Uh, about nine years as well. It was kind of the same old story. I was uh, a practicing attorney in, in Nashville, Tennessee, that area, for about 18 years. And uh, doing a lot of litigation and you know, at some point, you haven't had a break for a couple, three years. You, just, you don't know what day of the week it is, where you're supposed to be. And I thought, I, I need a break. And so I literally went home one night, and I'd never really traveled out in the West. I, I just went home probably on a Tuesday night and thought, I'm, I'm out of here. I've, I've got to get a, a, a vacation and booked Denver just at random. Wow. And uh, <laughs> flew into Denver, rented a car. Didn't know anything about the state. I just started picking spots at random. I'm just going to go here. I'm going to go there. I think I ended up going to Estes Park for a day or two, nice. uh, Georgetown for a day or two, Manitou uh, for a day or two, then back to Denver. And and on the way back, I I I thought I'm I'm moving. I have a I remember the the exact moment too. I was in Denver on the. You know, the 16th, is it Avenue or Street Mall, 16th? Yes. Yeah, 16th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was riding that shuttle back and forth, and, of course, it stops every other block or so, and I was just looking around, didn't know where I was, and pulls up, and there's an empty plaza over there, and there were some homeless people kind of milling around, and the homeless people were out playing hacky sack. Mm. And I thought, my God, even the homeless people are happy and healthy. It's great, you know, even, even, the, even the people that are – downtrodden or even happy and healthy and I got I'm, I'm out of here right so Good I went home you. put the home uh, up for sale I was out here in less than a year I think that was in 2014 did maybe, you bring so. family with you or uh, no okay no. you're a single guy single guy I, attorney and single Hello. Yeah. Hey. Well, throw out in the universe right now just saying, just letting you guys just know manifesting yes. manifesting Something good <laughs> no right. he's looking we threw that out there and huh? we don't even know if he's looking so yeah, that's okay I ain't not looking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's heard it. Who's ready to say yes to opportunities? Yes to opportunities. Well, thank you for scheduling us into your busy oh. calendar because oh. I know it's hard during the weekday. With My pleasure, not a problem. Yeah. yeah. We're glad to have you here. Nine years as well from, yeah. uh, from North Carolina myself so yeah this march is my 40th year here yeah so 40 years i've uh, been in colorado springs now and lisa terry no one's more bullish about the pike speak region than me yeah this is my joint right and, yeah. and what makes it really incredible is that having incredible people like you coming and being a part of it 
Well, thank, thank you. you. Yeah, we're glad you're Forty, here. You're getting the lay of the land at this point. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know where the stoplights are at this point. I do. <laughs> yeah, stoplight, goal lights, yep. and in-between lights. Yep. Yes, exactly. I do. Sharon, uh, you are the owner of TriStar Property. In addition to being, you seem like you have found uh, your space in the front range. How long have you been here? I really have. I um, came about 27 years ago as a military spouse. Ah. And when orders came to be, I chose to stay. Um, but I really love it here. I'm an ambassador, for instance, for the Springs Rescue Mission. Ah. And just really getting the word out about what they need resource-wise and how we can help in the homeless community. Yeah. I mean, I just really love being a part of the city. Mm -hmm. And I own TriStar Property Management. And yeah. we do focus on single family and multifamily residential property management. But even in then, I love serving people. Yeah. So for instance, for Thanksgiving, I bake mm -hmm. pumpkin pies and I deliver them to all of our tenants. Mm -hmm. um, because I like the same sort of relationship with my owners and my tenants. Um, and it really isn't a transaction for me. Mm. It really is a relationship, much like everything in my life. Indeed. You seem like you cultivate those very well. I've uh, been mentoring men coming through the uh, drug, alcohol, and homeless community through the Springs Rescue Mission oh, for 17 great. years. Yeah. Super. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So we're both involved. We keep finding these points of reference yeah. uh, for you and I. So thank you for all that you do there. I A great it. organization. It's very helpful uh, to people that are getting second and third chances in life. So, yeah. Exactly. The incredible Sharon Black. Well, thank you for there, too. <laughs> yes. You have any questions for our friends? Yeah, take yes. over. Jump in Okay. Here. All right. So, actually, Mark, um, I would like to hear more about what's happening here in Colorado Springs, your findings since you first got here, and law, and really, what have you got going on? You mean with like the, uh, legally specific or just in general just in general you being you know in the law industry and yeah. what have you guys got going on well I, it's interesting you know Nashville when I first moved there what feels like 150 years ago right you it, it's like dog years when you practice sometimes you know <laughs> stressful but um, but yeah when I first moved there it was still actually sort of a small town and by the time I left it was just booming. Nashville is an it city. Yes, it and is. so I, I was, like I say, I was happy to move. It was getting a little too too big, and I moved here, and it was that same small town feel. It's a big town, but it's a small town in a lot of ways. Yes. And now it's starting, I can see it kind of doing the same thing. You're, you're getting a lot, um, a lot of uh, uh, growth and expansion, and it's turning into a, a big extension of I guess an extension of Monument, which is an extension of Castle Rock, which is an extension, yeah. you know, so the corridor. Um, but it's getting a, a lot, you, you happen across people that you don't know a lot more often in the legal world, uh, a lot of new firms, a lot of new people, a lot of new et cetera, et cetera. But it, honestly, it's, it's, a, it's a very, uh, as far as the law goes, it's a very uh, common sense state. Um, some states that I've dealt with, it's very antiquated, and, and in their minds, if it's if it's happened in the past, why disrupt it? Mm -hmm. uh, Colorado is very progressive. They they are always looking 
at what makes sense, uh, what is helpful, what's fair, what's equitable, and uh, thus strive to, to do that. And so it's, it's, it's really a, a pleasure to practice uh, law in, in Colorado. Um, but yeah, I've, I've, I've focused on personal injury most of the time. So it, um, it's, it's rewarding, but it's challenging. Right, I guess much because like you it. don't look like Frank Azar. Thank God. <laughs> Had to throw that one in. Yeah. I'm blessed, I guess. <laughs> yes, you are. Yeah. <laughs> these names that always pop up, you know, let's, let's give Frank props. I mean, he he's has a marketing machine now, and and et cetera, et cetera, and everyone knows the name and et cetera. How have you have you? There's abundance, you know. You have to have an abundance mindset, right? Mm -hmm. There's plenty to go around for everyone if you have that mindset to see it. How's business evolved for you since you've been here? How are you doing? Doing fine, doing well, actually. And and you're right. It is. It is. Unfortunately, there's always people with legal issues. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's. Um, the sad truth of it is, if people can find a way to get into a mess, they'll they'll get in a mess, and they'll and they'll they'll make that mess even messier if they if if at all possible. Um, I don't know what it is, but it, it, it's that's just how it, it it unfolds. And so there's always someone needing some assistance in some fashion. Um, I know with personal injury, it's it's also a unique area. I've you know, uh, uh, this is not my first time around the sun. It's not, you know, uh, I was born in the morning, but it wasn't yesterday morning. You probably heard that <laughs> from the south, right? Yes. And so, but um, I've, I don't know if I've ever lived in a place where I've seen such universally poor drivers yes. as I have in Colorado. It's frightening. California, Texas. California, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I wasn't going to point York. fingers, but yeah, I don't, I don't know what they're doing down I'm in Texas. I'm the brave soul in the group. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll piggyback on that. I don't know what they're doing down in Texas, but it ain't teaching right. <laughs> but all my Texas friend, I disavow myself from those yeah. comments. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the scene, but uh, yeah, it, it, uh, it just so many chaotic drivers it seems like out there and so it's it it you know there's always someone needing help and and you know a, a, like a personal injury it's one of those things where you know you you throw a pebble in a pond and you see the immediate ripples but there's so many other ripples way out on the edges that affects your job and your family and you don't have money coming in and you're stressed and you're worried and all of a sudden your friends don't want to be around you because you're a being a mean S.O. gun, you know, and whatever. And uh, it's it just so many. And so kind of what you guys were talking about earlier, really the, my big push has always been how do we get you back to some normalcy and get you back happy, right? Mm -hmm. Because it, it's it's um, nobody wants it to happen. It never happens at a good time. Right. And the sooner you can, you know, take something off their plate, what I do is I basically say, look, whatever – you need to deal with on this case I take care of it all you do is you worry about getting better and getting back to your life right mm -hmm. getting back to work and feeling better and, and doing well I'll take care of everything else 
and you can almost see the you know the deep breath uh, when when you yeah. finally tell them that they're like okay that's all I what about don't worry about it I'll take it what about I, I'm on that right. don't sweat it you yeah. get better that's good yeah that's yeah. cool that you think that yeah. way progressively yeah. ahead of time yeah that's it, awesome that's that's all they need is just somebody just to pull that weight off of them so that they can figure out how do I get over this back this neck whatever get back to work and get and I'll take care of dealing with the insurance companies and and you name it so it's 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 um, I'm very much a unlike a name you threw out earlier. There's other, other, other big names, you know, 800 pound, 800 pound gorillas in the room, right? Uh, unlike them, I'm very, I tailor all of my, my cases to that person individually. They, mm-hmm. Every case is different, everything they need is different, so how can I, you know, personally interact with them and help them out what they specifically need and and so that that um it seems to do well and uh, you get a lot of word of mouth that way indeed i have a quick question yes what's your take on all the red lights that are out now is that what they're called the red lights the red cams the red cams i was snapped yeah i'm snapping even when it's green like what's happening out there have you it's like a disco out there truly every red light is it making a difference for you as a personal injury lawyer like are they helping you with camera activities or is that just not even a partnership it doesn't slow down uh, idiocy okay Cameras, cameras do not stop idiots. Yes. Uh, you know, you can see by the number of people being videotaped, yep. doing stuff all the time. Yep. They don't care. Where it does help is um, in, if it, it ends up being a who ran the red light question, you know, or who crossed the double yellow line, mm-hmm. or everyone's pointing the fingers. If you can find some kind of camera or proof or witness or whatever, mm-hmm. yeah. But, yeah, that helps. It helps clear up liability when some chucklehead is – you know, throwing whiskey bottles out one window and firing Uzi out the other and driving with his knee and runs a red light and goes, I don't know, wasn't me, don't look yeah. at me. You know. uh, then, then, yeah, if you can find a, a camera that shows them yes. burning okay. through it, yeah, that's I'm helpful. curious. Chucklehead. And I'm, that's yeah. what, you know, yeah, I didn't hear anything you said off the chucklehead, my yeah. friend. So. <laughs> you, you've met chuckleheads. You know what I'm oh, talking yes, about. Oh, yes, he has. <laughs> that's why he finds it so humorous. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Brighter day law. I think uh, what Mike Mark Mark, Mark yeah. Mazel has done is really summed up the reason his name is Brighter Day, right? Because he's taking <laughs> right. care of all these things for you. As I drop my car with my arthritic hands, can I get any money for this? But <laughs> <laughs> plain arthritis. <laughs> we'll figure something out. Figure yeah. something out. Yeah. <laughs> he has really encapsulated why it becomes a brighter day for you when you engage his work. That's right, and that's yeah. why we, we like that the name of the firm, and yeah. and, and that's why, yeah, we're, we're moving on to better things. And just did. a shout-out to Dr. Warner's office, um, Chiropractic Services. So Erica, yeah. she introduced me to Mark, and he's actually going to be coming to VetNet. Oh, and he's going to yeah. present at VetNet? Well, he's going to come first as oh, a visitor. Oh, he's going to come first. He's going to start coming when he can. Yeah, During the right. day is tough with courts, but yeah, he's got yeah. it on his calendar for when he can slip on in. So That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Lisa and I are very uh, involved. I'm the president of VetNet, by the way. Oh. Yeah. and uh, Mr. President. Mr. President. <laughs> Thank you. Close as I ever be or want to be. Yes. To, <laughs> yeah. uh, to that, we look forward to you coming and sharing with 
our veteran business owners as well. So happy to. Yeah. So who who's next on your intro? So Sharon, tell us about your military background. Thank you for your service. I would just love to hear more. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. I um I loved being in the military. How long I were you in? Just for four. Oh, which branch? Army. Oh, I'm sorry. You oh. had to be in some branch, I guess. <laughs> <That'd be right>? <laughs> <laughs> Are you speechless? The hell? We Air Force people have suddenly shut up. Go ahead. Anyway, I had the pleasure of going to the Defense Language Institute in Monterey, and I studied then Czechoslovakia. I studied both Czech and Slovak. And um, then I got out and did some translation. And the great news is after that, a company, Booz Allen Hamilton, asked me to come to work for them. Don't they ask every ex-military? No, I'm just joking. I've worked for them for about 15 years. Did you? A long time. Part of that was in Eastern Europe. I'm just really helping them democratize. Because once the wall came down, they had this concept that they wanted to be a democracy. Um, but they didn't know what that looked like. If you think about it, they weren't even a part of NATO at that time. They weren't, no. Um, so they had that whole process to do. They had communications interoperability issues so they could work with other military assets. They had no funding to stand up their military because then the USSR had funded all their military. So I got to spend years with them working in their countries um, with my language skills and my MBA just coming alongside them and helping them through that process. So yeah. it was a really exciting opportunity the military opened for me and totally happy to serve. Wow, boy, what a look at the scope of yeah. your life. I've had that a really is, that's how she got on the show. Oh, she, <laughs> Her life's so you're, so you're even in, you're even vetting them, making sure they have something, <laughs> something, 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 something happening I, in the background. You back know, room. I love to bet. <laughs> she loves to bet. She's very good at it. Yes, she is. She is very good at. It. Oh my, we're so glad. Thank you for my all pleasure. the work that you've done yeah. uh, in the past. What you continue to do, we can tell your heart is obvious you. Uh, that you have a heart to help. And uh, thank you for those that you do that for. Sure. Yes. And so, Miss Jean, um, what is your go like for networking and pulling out the misfits? What is your strategy to pull them in, reel them in, and, and get them engaged in our city? Because they're they're uncomfortable right but they're very chatty after you get to know them right it's the introverts sometimes or sometimes they're an extrovert but they're hidden trying to act well, like well sometimes an i do have to um i have to talk about it a lot and share my passion and 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 i've been told it's infectious so when you're really excited about something you can and they're not you know i have friends that are helping me with this and it's been it's been a little challenging to get them to want to be in the front of all of this like I am and I'm like I'm just like you I have I'm just as uncomfortable at first but I do see where it's going and people come up and tell me that I inspire them now and that is just crazy to me now, I had to follow you so, <laughs> so I'm, like, I'm like how am I going to sound as impressive as you well you are thank you that is so funny <laughs> but, but I'm a family person too you know I have yes, three kids are. 
I, um, my oldest son is actually in the Air Force, Frank, so you'll be uh, happy to yeah. <laughs> My daughter was Air Force, so, so I come from an Air Force Air family. Force. My dad was Air Force. My ex was Air Force. Yeah, so take I, that, I'm, an, I'm an Air Force <laughs> girl. <laughs> but, but, oh, she, she's very impressive. I she's was like, legit. Really follow her. She is legit. But, <laughs> so you see, you know, so I I, know, I actually grew up that way, feeling like I'm, I have um, – nine brothers and sisters, and I'm right in the middle of that, and I just always felt like I was kind of shy and in, in um, I wasn't confident in, and I always thought I didn't have any talents, and you know, you kind of get stuck in those insecurities, mm-hmm. and you think that, and now that I'm, I'm 46 years old, I'm starting over, I want to inspire other people to know that it's never too late, you know, to, to start something new. So because I say yes to every opportunity, what's, what's come from that, and like, so, as you can hear, I'm very passionate about it, and that is what I think gets people interested and excited to to, to participate because it's fun, yeah. And people like fun, and Absolutely. so the, and so my networking events, they're fun, they're different. Um, it's a revolving venue where the members they volunteer their. <laughs> we the got a little viewers? music no. going along with our yeah. commentary huh. here today. <laughs> Yeah, a little background jam. You know what I mean? This is a radio just show. <laughs> Spontaneous fun right there. Spontaneous. We just, you just I created speci- a new I, adventure. I, I specialize in spontaneous fun. But but that's really the heart of it is that um, I want to share that fun with people, and that's how I'm doing it. But So uh, going back to what I was saying, it's our members, they volunteer their space, and they host it, and then I create an adventure experience for the networkers mm, nice. so that the networking is fun. I kind of created it like a team build because working in a corporate atmosphere, you know, that's the kind of stuff that you do, you know, to bring people together and to make them have fun while they're working. So I've kind of used that same mentality um, in, in my adventure. And so now, and now I'm also writing a book called Everyday Girl Adventures mm-hmm. and it's, it's a collection of women and girls stories um, ranging from 12-year-olds to 76-year-olds, well, and it's going to be... Why do you stop at 76? Well, I don't, but that's that's a, <laughs> that's all I've reeled in oh. so far. She has a 76-year-old author. Oh, okay, so, okay. Yeah, so, oh, so I so thought you were limiting. No, 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 no. I have, <laughs> you ain't in, you know. I have a 12-year-old author, and I have a 76-year-old author, and women everywhere in between. And okay. so we're, we're writing this book, and it's 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 going to be about challenges and the things that you go through in life but there's going to be an element of fun mm-hmm. in everybody's story so that you know it's adventures so it's going to be it's going to be a fun a fun story that we're coming out with this year and then i had this opportunity just kind of fall into my lap um in the last several weeks to open an event studio in old colorado city so that's that's what's next on my agenda is I wasn't planning on doing this quite yet, and quite honestly, I didn't know I was going to do it. But <laughs> just like saying yes to every opportunity, I feel like it's an opportunity that's pre- presented itself to me because I'm supposed to do it, and I'm supposed to inspire other people, create a safe space for women and girls to come. And so it's going to be a it's it's going to be women's social club inspired. But there's going to be family days, and there's going to be something for everyone, and it's going to be membership-based. But there's going to be custom 
customizing memberships so that there is something and it's you know available for anyone to, to come to. So that's cool. That's that means you and I, Mark, might be able to hit it one day. You will. Anyone, anyone. Yes. <laughs> and I, I'm gonna have events that people can come to and it will be anybody well, yeah, anybody, yes. <laughs> anybody at some point. You might want well, to Well, I always tell people that. <laughs> Was, you wait, might want to call Lisa. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I know homeless to astronauts. Homeless I tell people I do. I, I know a wide range of people, and I, I can always find a way to make anyone from any walk of life feel um, comfortable and welcome. In there's going to be different types of events for everyone, but that's not the only thing I'm doing with that space. I'm. It's going to be a co-working space as well. So there's going to be a lot of uses for it which is that's really incredible fun. Yeah. that is yeah what a time mm -hmm. in space right that yeah. we need more co-working spaces and people are trying to find out ways inexpensively to meet with clients without mm -hmm. that monthly uh, obligation to a landlord and etc so yeah, so we are rooting for you yes. in the community on the west side what what is your venue called the Everyday Girl Adventures Studio. Wow, what? But where is it at? It's like. going to be in the loft spaces above Mother Muffs. Um, oh, yeah. And I'm going to be partnered with Casa Bay Photography. So oh, yes, Maria in Bay. that building? Yeah, so it's... That's a great yeah, spot. Yeah, and it's a, it's a beautiful location. And, and there's free parking on that yes, street. Yes, there's all kinds of parking love, right there. I know there. where yeah. all the free spots are. In yeah, there <laughs> is. And, and yes. actually, when I wasn't, I wasn't even planning on doing this, when I went to look at that space, I had an idea in mind of creating a space that could be a co-working space yes. and so I went and I looked at it and I was like I'm not sure if this is right for my needs but then after I talked to them they gave me options and so and and offered me the larger space to do what I'm doing so it and I was like this is my dream location this is literally the reason why I fell in love with Colorado Springs yes. was for the magic of what's possible and so, in, and, and that building is really historic. It's which, incredible. Yeah, yes. and it, so it's gorgeous already. I have ideas in mind of how, you know, it's going to look and it's going to be available. But I'm also going to use one of the rooms in there as um, it's going to be vendor boutique space so that people can rent it out as a vendor for certain oh, awesome. for certain days That's and things awesome. like that, too. So I'm coming out with an apparel line called Misfit Co., because of my misfit networking, it's kind of a playoff from that. But you know, where every misfits, I guess I don't, I don't know if I worked that in there yet. Yeah. <laughs> but but that's the reason why I created misfits, and it's just it's it it does make you know it's interesting because so many women that I talk to, I was surprised to hear that everybody feels like a misfit at at one point one or, or another. One point or another. Yep. Absolutely. And so fundamentally, we're all the same, and that's mm -hmm. why I say yes, anybody. We're all human. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's welcome. Yeah. Yep. And go ahead, uh, Mark. I, I think it was Groucho Marx that said, "Any organization that would have me as a member, I don't want any part of." <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not. That so was sure. Groucho. <laughs> that was that was a direct uh, quote from Groucho Marx. And well, if you I knew the Marx brothers, people, you knew so. why. <laughs> positive people welcome only. Okay. Good. Yeah. yeah. If you knew those guys, you know why he would say that. So. <laughs> Yeah, Sharon, we didn't hear much about TriStar Properties. Tell us a little bit about that, would you please? You bet. I would love to. We do property management for single family and small multi-units, so four units and less, like a quad or a duplex. 
and we really manage that on behalf of the owner. Mm. And our goal is to maximize their return on investment while maintaining their property as if they would. Mm. Then we have the other component, especially because we're a military community. If you think about how many people PCS out mm -hmm. but want to return here someday, exactly. who do they trust their property to? Well, hopefully they trust it to TriStar Property Management so we can manage that on their behalf while they're out serving our country. Yes. But we also have that many people rotating in who only want to rent while they're here. Indeed. So then we're able to take the owner's property and match it up with the tenant and bring them together. And so it really is a win-win for our community that we can provide great housing um, and take care of that housing as people are in other locations. Yeah. And Sharon is extremely organized. I mean, she's already got the landscaping all scheduled for this year, right? That's right. Yeah. yeah that's Some people don't proactively think that way, but no. as a property management company, you is need to Is she a to client be. of yours? No. Oh, not okay. today. I'm calling. <laughs> I'm calling. You're giving her like... No, Four she, yeah, she, that I, is. I met with her for the first time oh, the you? other day. Yeah, and we did a deep dive, and I was, property management is my background, too, on military installations, and mm. I'm very passionate about it. Uh -huh. And just, it resonated with me how she is proactively scheduling them out, because trades is a big deal right now, mm -hmm. trying to find a landscaper who can do the typical, you know, mowing of the lawn, the aeration, all that comes spring is hard to find. We really do map it out because I think of myself more as an asset manager mm -hmm. in the sense we won't have exterior deterioration mm -hmm. if I am diligent about cleaning your gutters. Yes. We won't have problems with lawns if I am diligent about having the aeration and the fertilizer done. Yeah. And so the more I can do proactively, the better your property is in both value and attractiveness to a tenant, Absolutely. which is another kind of value, right? Indeed. And Indeed. so just being in front of, I think if an owner or a tenant has to ask me for something, then mm. I need to build that into my process because they should never have to ask me. I should be proactively doing what they need of their property manager. And that's how I try to navigate my business. Well, that's navigating well. How long has Tri-State, how long has Tri-Star been around? We just it's opened new. in 2022. Oh, my. Yeah, there you are. New. She now, just I've launched property her baby. management for years. Okay. Yeah, I'm working for someone else. Mm -hmm. But prior to this, I owned a store called Plato's Closet. Oh, oh we know Plato's Closet. <laughs> Wasn't that for... Uh, Teenage resale shop. Yeah, 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 yeah. All the yeah, cool I hipster that, clothing. Yeah, and yeah. before that, I owned the second largest home care agency in Colorado Springs. Which one was that? Um, active living. Active living. And so. Yeah. So you've been an entrepreneur for. I'm an entrepreneur yeah. by nature. Yeah, just by nature. Yeah. How yeah. I operate. Well, that's incredible. Yeah. You know, as we come closely to the wrap-up of our show today, it, we really need you guys to push out in community how they can reach you and how our community can help you mm -hmm. as you continue to add such incredible value. Uh, Mark, start us. Well, um, I would like to think that uh, I'm such a hot commodity in the legal community that, you know, Anybody would know my name and number, but <laughs> just in case I hadn't that's seen you not on a true. bus lately. Right, so. right. Just in case that's not true. Uh, just think Brighter Day. Uh, that, that, just reach out to Brighter Day Law Firm and ask for Mark, and they'll get you through to me. And um, 
uh, I'm happy to talk with you. And like I say, if, if I can help you, great. If I can't, I'll find someone that can, or I'll try and let you know, hey, here's why, you know, here's why this is an issue, and, and I'm happy just to, to talk about anything with, with anybody. Basically. Wonderful. That's Mark Mizell, my friends, from Brighter Day, Brighter Law. Day Law. So reach out to him because you need a brighter day. Yeah. <laughs> we all do. He's so we good all. with the 30 second, isn't he? I love it. <laughs> Thank you. You're very welcome. Yeah, Sharon, how can we reach you, please? Yeah, TriStar Property Management, 719-284-2444. Much like Mark, if I'm unable to help you, I will help you find someone who can help you. I love to do that, and so I would appreciate to hear from you. Indeed, indeed. New property management company on the horizon here. Absolutely. Uh, TriStar uh, with the great Sharon Black. So you need to really get to know her and get to know what she's doing in community. Thank you for your part. Thank you. Yeah, Jane. Um, the best way to follow along is on our social. Um, we have... Everyday Girl Adventures on Facebook and Everyday Girl underscore Adventures on Instagram and then EverydayGirlAdventures.com. Um, those are all the ways that you can follow along and see what we're about and see what our next events are going to be and all the rollout news. So a lot, lots to come, lots to come soon. Yeah, incredibly impressed that you have wrapped your hands around your purpose because a lot of times it's very difficult to find one's purpose in life and uh, we're throwing stuff against the wall all over the place trying to unwrap, uncover why we're here and why anyone should care, right? So And, and you it's hard, it's yeah. scary, it is. It is scary. But that's why I want to share that and inspire other people that it's, it's possible. If I can do it, anyone can do it. Yes. Indeed. But I don't know about that. <laughs> we'll let you think that, okay? <laughs> well, you got to have a certain motivation and drive, for sure. <laughs> we'll let you. Uh, Lisa, as always, we want to make sure that you're pushing out uh, Innovate Consent Success yeah. as well and tell people how to reach you. Please. Awesome. <laughs> uh, so, again, Lisa Sennett with InnovateSuccess.com. I'm here to help as many people, families here in the city. Um, my phone number is 719-888-0070, and I would love to help you out. Yes, until just this past week, Lisa was also my roommate in our office, and she left me for a brighter, uh, handsomer guy called her husband. <laughs> and, and <laughs> that was not a high bar, by the way. <laughs> 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 and, Frank, so, <laughs> and John's glad to have her home and she has still the unlimited uh, potential to connect you with people that you need to know particularly families in the community it's hard sometimes finding good contractors and people that do great work Lisa is tireless in her work to vet people that can help you mm -hmm. become your best self. As always, we're on Motivation Monday with Frank Sinclair and Lisa Sennett on the Be Encouraged show here at Family Flavors the slide and they are here as a non-profit organization that really wants to uplift our community uh, get a hold of uh, Phoenix and the gang here and see what you can do to help as we continually try to find space 
for those that are disadvantaged and those that are really in need of our services and our work. Uh, this is Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday. It is so good having people here. Um, one of my personal heroes' uh, birthday, and glad that we get to celebrate that. So once again, I opened the show, and I want to close the show uh, just with this. Martin Luther King Jr. was born January 15th. Uh, 1929, and on April 4th, 1968, at 6 p.m., just outside room 306 of the Lorraine Motel in Memphis, Tennessee, the 39-year-old king stood by the railing looking out over some rundown building just beyond Mulberry Street. James Earl Ray took aim with a 30 caliber rifle and blew away the right side of King's face and neck. He was pronounced dead at St. Joseph's Hospital an hour and five minutes later. The nonviolent voice against the rage of racism was suddenly gone. And today, we together celebrate his voice, the work that he did. I stand here as a recipient of that hard work that he did on earth as well. And as we as a, a, a family of humans are gathering together, remember, Dream Again was about uh, every person on earth being known by the content of their character not by the color of their skin. You've been on the Be Encouraged show, and we will be back next Monday on Motivation Monday as Lisa is continually vetting great uh, guests for our show here. And we're so glad that we've had Mark Mizell uh, with Brighter Day Law, Sharon Black with TriStar Property, and the amazing Gene Walton with Everyday Girl. Adventures, adventures, right? <laughs> adventures. How great is the experience, yeah. right? Well, they are adventure experiences. Yes, they uh, are. All right. Why do you correct me every time I'm with you? <laughs> <laughs> because you always mess up talking. <laughs> oh! uh, I feel like I'm home, Michelle. If you're listening to the show today, you have an an, an ally here in yes. the studio. So, <laughs> thank you all for being with us. Have a wonderful Monday. Lisa and I will see you, or at least you will hear us, next Monday okay. as we come back for another great show here on the Front Range. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. So does this take us? They're going to still hear you. Okay. Yeah, we're live. Does anyone want to say any <laughs> secrets on the radio well, before we? You have two minutes. <laughs> Hopefully he's going to be back to cut it off. So, so we do this all the time. So if you heard saying something that that um, that we typically don't say in this space, don't worry about it. It's okay. We can edit. It's live. I don't know yet at that. But <laughs> by the way, something you said that you deal with a lot of folks that don't feel like they are good at anything, right? They never. Uh, that popped into my head. Another quote. I guess, but it was I'm Einstein. Sure I understand. <laughs> yeah. Einstein that said everybody is a genius at something. You yeah. just don't ask a fish to climb a tree. Yes. Oh, <laughs> right? I like it. And so say that again. Everybody is a genius at something. Just don't ask a fish to climb a tree. Yes. Yeah. Well a lot of people yeah. just don't really know what they're good at. That's right. Mm -hmm. And yeah. you're asking them 
why aren't you good at this? Why aren't you good at that? They're just not, right? You don't ask a fish to climb a tree, but they're good yeah. at something. They just yeah. got to figure out whether they're a genius at something, in fact. I'm still looking for mine. It takes uh, a long time, though. Sometimes it takes a long time to figure out what sure. it is it that you're good at and what you're passionate I mean, enough sometimes, about. Sometimes, yeah, it's a lifelong. Sometimes people at the age of eight, they can draw, they can whatever, you know. They're a salesperson, whatever. Number one, Girl Scout cookie salesman in the U.S., and mm -hmm. she's 12 or so. And she goes on to do great things in business. So yeah. it's just a question of, of what you're good at. Again, I when I figure it out, I'll let you know. <laughs> You know, all three of my kids, because typically fathers kind of inspire their kids on, in my case it was the opposite way, I got all three of my kids are C-suite executives in Denver and uh, doing amazing work uh, in their space nice. there, what inspired me. Uh, I started my business after my kids started there. As a matter of fact, I worked for my son for four years, all right, so it, you never know which way the pendulum's going to swing or what when you're going to find that place that I believe every human has a design and they were designed for this specific place. It has to be true because every human is different. Mm -hmm. Every right. human is unique. So doesn't it follow yeah. that every person has a unique purpose? Yeah. Uh, there's a thousand PI lawyers, but there's only one Mike, Mark Mazel, right? Yeah. Thank no God. one can do it like <laughs> you. So, right, yeah, well, that's besides the point. <laughs> That's terrifying. Yeah, yeah. two of us. Uh, awful. Yeah, yeah, but he promises to provide a brighter day. There yes. you go. <laughs> <That's right. laughs>